I actually felt like a small part of me was dying inside. Oh no. Because I wasn't doing my business. Hi friends and welcome to the Aspiring CMO podcast where every week it is my privilege to sit down with successful content creators, entrepreneurs and marketers to find out how they got where they are and what marketing strategies we can learn from them to grow our businesses, brands and most importantly ourselves. And today's guest is Catherine Newton, all the way from New Zealand. She used to be a university teacher and now she's a business coach for women. Her students have reached amazing results during her teaching in university and now she encourages us to never give up on our dreams and keep working hard for our businesses. Do you know, how would you be showing up if you already had the results that you wanted? Right. What content would you be writing? How would you be feeling? You'd be feeling more bold, more <laughs> audacious, more willing. Uh, more courageous you would care less about what other people think so i hope you enjoy this episode just as much as i did and let's hear what Catherine has to say let's go introduce yourself and let us know who you are and how, how are you so awesome oh <laughs> uh, i'm i'm Catherine newton uh i reside in new zealand and my favorite thing in the world is to help business women on a mission to get really clear about their message and about what they're here to do without the struggle of, uh, of uncertainty. Uh, and I use a lot of the tactics and tips that I learned in my years of teaching entrepreneurship at university, uh, as well as my own business background. So it's bringing it all together and helping more women like you. And uh, before you started teaching, like, uh, were you, was your background mainly business or marketing? Like, what's the story behind that? Mm. So I, uh, I started my, uh, my career as a teacher. All I ever wanted to do was to be a teacher. Wow. Even okay. since I was three years old. And I remember uh, going to uh, school with my, my big sister. It was her first day of school. And I sat down the back of the classroom and that's what I wanted to do. So I went home and I played with my dolls and I lined them all up and uh, and every day I would play school. So fast forward into when I left, left school and I went straight to university and I got my degree uh, and and then I set out on this uh, international journey. So I uh, my teaching career has been at international schools uh, and while I was there, I uh, spent a lot of time uh, at one of the international schools I taught at was the International School of Beijing in China. Mm -hmm. And I was teaching all the expat and the diplomats kids and, and in the weekends I was going out shopping and uh, I was going and to all the markets and gathering trinkets and antiques and treasures. And I came back to New Zealand with my container and opened it up and I unpacked it into the house. Friends would come around and say, where did you get that? Where did you get that? Where did you get that? And so I started to um, import, which was the start of my business career. So while I was teaching, I was also importing, doing my little side hustle. Amazing. And, I love that. Uh, yeah. And that, that's, where it, that's where it started for me. Mm -hmm. How did you end up uh, uh, becoming a lecturer in university? I think I wrote down university name is Uni of uh, yeah. Waikato. 
um wow. so that was so university of waikato was where i got my degree uh so i uh i taught at um i was a lecturer at the auckland university of technology and uh that 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 evolved because uh after my teaching career uh ended and i and i was working full time um as a uh, a consultant um on um, business development I uh, I got shoulder shoulder attacked by someone who had created a thesis on the paradox of innovation uh, in business. And he needed someone who had a teaching background to help him to turn the uh, his thesis into a course that we could teach at university. And I had all of the qualifications to be able to do that. Examples about being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the pieces that I realized that I uh, bring into the work that I do is a, about setting intentions, being really clear around where you want to go. And I always knew uh, that I wanted to go big. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to reach more people than than I was just in my in my consultancy business. Uh, and so when I got the opportunity to to co-create and write this course and then to teach it at university level I absolutely said yes I just knew it was the right thing to do uh, mm-hmm. uh, in New Zealand um, I, I went to an international school uh, an Australian international school for my BA and uh, oh, great. yeah I, the world is small um, <laughs> and, uh, I was very surprised because you know I was taking a international business uh, major and uh, when I entered and I heard my brother my older brother was asking me like what are they going to teach you in business class like you do like business is when you actually sit down do the thing when you yeah when you go Mm. out and talk to people is not what's happening in the classroom and uh, I I envision entrepreneurship even more broad than business because entrepreneurship it takes like kind of like self-development too in a way I think it really is it's the it's the fastest personal development you can possibly go on and I absolutely agree with what you said around the fact you can't teach uh, business you can't teach entrepreneurship in a classroom you have to be doing and it's one of the reasons why they wanted me to come on board was Mm -hmm. because I was a practicing entrepreneur I was in the trenches I had my own business I was running mastermind groups. I was running coaching programs. Uh, I was building my consultancy practice, and and they wanted me because of that. And and what happened was that this course became separate to the business school because of the fact that uh, in the business school at the university they wanted it all to be uh, methodical and they wanted it to be theoretical and not necessarily going out there and running our own business. Whereas the course that we created was very much about we're going to teach you this but you're going to go out there and you're going to do it you're going to practice building your business in real time uh, and that, so it was very very uh rewarding for for me to take that 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 angle that's that's fantastic and how long were you teaching then uh was it hard to balance uh teaching in the classroom plus running your own business on the side like how was that uh, it was actually really rewarding because what I could do was I could I could balance the the university classes I was doing uh, and be using what I was doing in my own business as an example. 
So when I was trying a new organic social media strategy, for example, or when I was trying a new, uh, when, when your um, stories first came out uh, on Instagram and Facebook, I was able to show in real time what I was doing. Uh, mm. When I was updating aspects on my website or uh, when I was um, going and doing expos, I was really taking my students on the journey with me. And I think it's it's the natural teacher in me now. I really like to take my students, even the, the, the businesswoman on a mission I now work with, I take them on the journey to get them from where they are, even if it's just um, in st at startup mode, into learning how to follow the steps to create a six-figure business. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Do you still keep in touch with your students? Yes, actually, uh, I heard from one of my students uh, just recently, she she actually took me out for a glass of wine, which was lovely, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and uh, she's, she's old enough, and uh, she actually uh, was really grateful, uh, she shared a story, she said that because of some of the questions that I had her answer during the course, uh, she was able to take these um, these legal steps, these certain legal steps to make sure that she actually took care of herself in her business partnership. And she said as a result that that has actually saved her a lot of money uh, and helped her to make some really valuable decisions. So it was really nice to hear that, you know, yeah, that it's made a difference. That's amazing. Um, now that I'm also like a college grad uh, I'm really yeah congratulations to, <laughs> thanks uh to talk of talk with my uh, old lecturers or professors yeah. again uh, yeah because just over a few years I feel like I, I've become a whole different person and uh you know talking to uh -huh. entrepreneurs like you like each time I talk to you guys I just get like a knowledge bomb value bomb all yes. the time that's yeah. so good isn't it Yes, it's so good. Yeah. And look, you know, the more that you uh, take the opportunity of what you've learned in your studies uh, and, and, and keep studying, keep training, right? Mm -hmm. That's the thing, I think, with us being educators, teachers, marketers, uh, coaches, is that uh, the more that we show up and the more that we continue to study and continue to train, and continue to learn our craft, the better we get at it, right? Like, what made you decide to not teach anymore and then start uh, to 100% focus on your coaching business? Ah, uh, that's a really great question. And I, I sat with that recently when I was asked that question and I realized actually that what I'm doing is I'm still teaching. Yeah. I'm still teaching and and I think that's one of the reasons why perhaps I fell into business coaching. The money activation that I do within my business is that I found that uh, that my businesswoman who I was working with, they needed to be reminded, they needed to be educated, they needed to be trained on how to um, become more of a magnet for money. Uh, to be activated, um, to to call in uh, the money that they want in their business. And, and I realized that actually what they needed was they needed someone to teach them, to hold their hand and, and to remind them that uh, money loves money and lo money loves uh, speed of implementation and money loves momentum. And it's about uh, taking what I know 
and teaching my my students I still call them my students <laughs> my clients yeah. uh so that they can they can get there faster I think mm -hmm. that's that's so so I feel very very blessed that I still get to do uh what I love which is ultimately the teaching side that's awesome uh mm. I, I frequently hear that you say money loves momentum and uh mm. I think it's an interesting concept but could you elaborate or tell me more on that like what what is yeah, that yeah absolutely really? what often happens when when we're starting our businesses is that um we we have a vision for what we want right so there's the intention this is what I want and um and what happens is that uh if you if you focus on what's available and what's here right now that's when the mind uh and the body go you know goes into doubt and into uh, not believing it and feeling disappointed because you haven't got what you want. Whereas uh, when you focus on what's possible, what happens is that you you focus on the the outcome that you want. You focus on the way that clients are finding you. You focus on and you see yourself in that place of creating what you already want. And you get excited from that place. So if you put yourself now into that place, right, where she is already receiving the money that she wants, she's already getting the clients that she wants, she's already making a difference, she's already getting people organically finding her through her marketing, that has a different energy to it than mm -hmm. thinking about where you are now. And yeah. so when I talk about the fact that money loves momentum, it's like put yourself into that place where she is already in that flow. She's already um, seeing what's possible. She's already loving her business even more than, than she is now. Uh, she's already focusing on, on the good stuff rather than the stuff that is hard, that is challenging, that is heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and leaning in to, um, to that place where money already exists. And when you can get yourself into that place, and you start your day excited about uh, the money that's there for you, the clients that are there for you, that the marketing can be easy. Can you see how that creates a whole different energy? 100%. Um, mm. Because not only what I see that uh, as an entrepreneur, you have to be kind of fast, but also very patient. And I think nowadays like we get very impatient very very quickly and that yes. can set like you make us super frustrated at the beginning like at yeah, the beginning is always hard uh yes. like just setting up this podcast has, like took me so much like mental energy I know it was just a few clicks but you know like just like overcoming fear overcoming like yeah oh, I'm gonna yeah. fail at this um it, I, I like this meaning of like money love momentum because the momentum kind of like gives you the kind of like faster heartbeat like I don't know like that's it happiness yeah endorphins. a spring in your step yeah you know it, it makes you feel more it I believe it makes you want to show up more it makes you um act from the place that it already is so you know and acting from that place where, the, where you already have the results because you know how would you be showing up if you already had the results that you wanted right what content would you be writing uh, how would you be feeling? You'd be feeling more bold, more mm -hmm. audacious, more willing, 
um, or courageous, uh, you would care less about what other people think. You would claim your title, even if you're not a, you know, not earning six figures in your business or seven figures in your business, you would claim the title of, you know, six figure marketing coach. Why? Because then what that does is that be enables you to become the human magnet for, mm -hmm. for the kind of clients that you want. Whereas if we just say that, you know, you're a marketing coach, well, that's great, but there's a dime a dozen of the marketing coaches. But when you get to claim that you know that if people follow your strategy, that they can become six-figure experts themselves, then, then what if you, from that place, and if you claimed that, mm -hmm. it, it just... It enables you to step into and show up as the version of who you want to be now. I love that. Yes. You Call know, her in. Like, I come mean, on. Just... Here she is. I'm a seven-figure marketing coach or whatever it is you want to claim. So what would you claim if you could say right here, right now, that, that, uh, that, that if you were showing up as the version of who you want to become, but you're calling her in now, who is who is this this the vision of you? Right. Um, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot. I, I I myself haven't really realized that. I I even might name my podcast podcast like aspiring CMO, because like I have this self-doubt like I might not be a CMO one day. Which is, mm, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Which is pretty awful to say out loud but uh, here I am it's my podcast I can say it right, right. And, uh, yeah yeah but, but imagine one day I, oh yeah I, I'm really passionate and I love marketing um I love starting projects and stuff uh, I have no problem yes. talking to people so the idea of combining both marketing and leadership that, that, that that's what kind of drives me yeah. yeah yeah and so what would be a word that you could put between aspiring and CMO that would call in the vision of her that you want to be? I would be not just, I would just take aspiring out and I would be, I don't know, a successful six-figure business owner and also my own right. CMO then. Um, yeah. yeah. So something yeah. along those lines. Uh, I love so this what question. If, what <laughs> if you call, yeah, what if it was a, what, what if it was seven-figure CMO podcast? Boom. Boom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Seven figures CMO podcast. And 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 do you think then that what that's going to do is that's going to call in, it's going to invite you to have more momentum, to shift more into that, and to very quickly have to overcome any of the self-doubt, any yeah. of the unworthiness, any of the part of you that doesn't believe it. Because what happens then is that you you just grow stronger because you're owning it. Mm -hmm. Is it like manifestation then? Like, is yeah, it, yeah. It, it really is. It, it's it's probably one of the biggest shifts that uh, happened for me. Uh, and when I started to have uh, massive uh, uh, cash months uh, for for myself and for my clients, when this piece really landed, when when you begin to create. Uh, money from this energy when you when you start to have fun with it mm -hmm. I think that, that that is the other piece of this is that you know showing up from where you are going not from where you are now 
but also how can you play with that energy so that uh, so that you've got that momentum and and like you said that that spring in your step you know how would you take care of yourself what would you say to yourself uh, you know what how would you be willing to move what events would you be willing to do who would you be brave enough to call onto this podcast show right yes yes I love that yeah yeah. Um, is there any like practice you do for this uh, when you teach your students and your clients uh, about momentum like do you write every journal on this or any tips where where not just me but listeners could start to to drive more energy yeah absolutely so so uh, I very much believe on the the concepts of setting an intention. So um, sitting in that place of when you wake up every day, I'm going to assume that you already have created your vision for what you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what you do is for 67 seconds, so not even that long, 67 seconds, you uh, take 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 a deep breath. You sit in that place of uh, of of knowing you you visualize yourself already in that place and I like to in that 67 seconds I like to invite my clients to imagine that what they're doing is that they've got their eyes closed they're taking beautiful deep breaths and they literally can imagine money just so if you just close your eyes for a moment and just imagine that you're sitting on your bed in your bedroom and dollar bills like hundred dollar bills are just like flowing through the door and they're flowing through the window and they're filling up your bed and 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 the money is coming to you it's finding you and you're throwing the money up and you're playing with it and you're calling out to other people in the house it's it's arrived it's here it's finding me money's moving money's coming to me and what that does is it gets you really excited about the money that that's here uh and then and then you uh in journal when you come out of that, if you can take uh, three minutes and journal how that makes you feel and what you want to create and your content as a result of feeling this way, uh, that that becomes really, 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 really powerful. So back to this manifestation, um, I was always skeptical about this because, uh, you know, I was always like, okay, but what can I do, you know, like that immediately results in something. And the more I talk to entrepreneurs and more I talk to uh, amazing people like you, like this whole concept of manifestation comes back either in a form of like imagining, dreaming, um, wishing. Uh, and I think I, I'm trying to learn more about this too myself. How can I manifest so that I put myself in a better position? And that I think some money uh, listeners can uh, take that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I, what I've learned along the way is, is that you've got to have your goal for your business, right? And and let's just say that your goal is to be in overflow every month, right? So so maybe you want to put a figure on it, uh, or maybe you just want to say that you want to be in overflow. And what is overflow for you? Whatever it is for you. Uh, and then if you start your day from this perspective of calling the money in, and then you take three minutes to journal about it or, or write in your gratitude journal. So what you're doing is you're elevating your frequency. That's calling it in. That's activating you into a new place, a new feeling. And then what what I've seen is it doesn't really matter what strategy you use. Because from that place, you might feel inspired to make a video. From that place, you might be inspired to update your website. From that place, you might be inspired to write a, a, a long post. 
from that place you might be inspired to start a podcast show right it doesn't matter about what strategy you use find a strategy that gets you excited that you are willing to invest in that's going to elevate you that's going to move you from your vision and your value and into the potency of what you deliver how you deliver it and how you show up and when you can harness that power I think that's uh, that's the conviction that's the confidence that we need to bring into our business right yeah, yeah. Mm. yes uh, thank you so much uh, for there's all these tips like I think the listeners can also learn like how to manifest how to uh, bring more positive and like empowerment positivity and empowerment to our daily life and uh, you've talked so much about empowerment however I know that behind every success story there's something that like just you know that was a catalyst of, of starting it what was your catalyst what, what what was the the I don't know setback or like major event that made you do what you do today Mm-mm. thanks for asking that it, it is it is important I made the mistake along the way of I spent a lot of money on training myself growing myself uh, getting myself into the right uh, state and then when business got hard and let's face it along the way business does get hard uh, and when I was what I call then uh, and I say it now three feet from gold like I was literally about to crack it in the world and in the market uh I I gave up and I did the absolute opposite of what I taught my students and and when I say I gave up when I got invited to go and be the CEO for a an eight-figure online media company where they were going to pay me a salary and take care of me and you know I didn't have to go out there and do the hustle and I didn't have to go out there and market myself uh I I said yes and and so for four years I stepped away from my business and uh what was what was what was crucial about this learning was that I actually felt like a small part of me was dying inside. Oh no. Because I wasn't doing my business. I literally felt like I just, um, I didn't feel valued. I never felt really satisfied. I felt like I was a puppet being pushed around in a box. I felt uninspired. I felt empty and I felt like it was actually stripping me of my energy and um and the money was no longer enough and what I started to do was I started to re-listen to that voice inside of me you know that voice that was telling me that I wanted to make a difference I wanted to make an impact and uh and then and then I realized that actually I I I went to a um a one-day yoga retreat and at the yoga retreat they invited us to 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 journal and to go Mm -hmm. into a meditation and and I saw myself back in doing what I love for, for myself, back into the teaching, back into running my own business, back into having my own consultancy practice, 
uh, back into having my own mastermind groups and all of the things I used to do. And uh, I, I can honestly say that get, I got a coach uh, and, you know, it was a solid investment of my time and my money and my energy. But what happened was that I, I remembered who I was. I, you know, I realized that actually I had to listen to my heart and I could no longer ignore that. And, you know, saying goodbye to a salary was, um, you know, that was challenging. And I, but I had to back myself. I had to believe in myself. And I actually genuinely believe now that I had to go through that process. You know how life gives you these lessons along the way? Right. I think I had to go through this process so that I could value what I do even more and so that I could see for myself what it's like when we're three feet from gold and we're tempted to give up. And now I can speak from authority, from experience, that uh, I can help women to see, is that the right thing to do? Yeah. Or would it be better if you stuck at it and followed these techniques and do the work and show up consistently with conviction and with confidence and get you into the match for your clients and for your business and your marketing? Uh, yeah, I, I, so I, I feel like it's been a really valuable lesson that I'm really now very, very grateful I went through. Wow. I'm very grateful for for you to share this story because, um, you know, like when you are in your 20s and you have no idea what you're doing, um, yeah. I think many of my friends and myself are in these shoes. And um, recently I was just battling, battling with myself, whether I, should I continue this online world and trying to make something by myself or should I just apply for a job? I mean... Why not? You know, the, it's very real. Salary, it gives you yeah. salary. It, it's uh, it's consistent until I met Nicole, and Nicole yeah. was uh, kind of like reshaping my head around money. Um, yeah, good. And it's uh, and now that hearing your story is like, is literally mm. what I was scared of uh, at one mm. point, and this mm. is why I never hit apply or like starting a CV. Excellent, excellent. Things like that. Honestly, if if uh, if anyone listening is in that uh, in that place themselves, then it's it's. I think that one of the key things for you to do is to uh, is to to trust yourself, and and if you showed up in your own business with the same consistency, with the same discipline, uh, and with the same structure as you do if you had a job, and you put that many hours into your uh, you know, what it is that you love to do, it has to grow. It has to happen. Yes, yes. Because you're putting your heart and soul into it, because you're focused on it, because you know where you're going, because you, you're you feeling the potency of that and because you're backing yourself. Mm -hmm. It's when people give up. Yeah. It's when they stop trying. It's when they, when they tell themselves, oh, it's not working. Well, it's mm -hmm. not working because you're not working at it. So, so my, my suggestion to, to, to any of you listening that, <laughs> to this later is that get really clear around what you want, you know, the, the, the freedom, the flexibility, the cash flow, the clients, get really clear 
and then every single day follow the process and show up for your audience practice gratitude get yourself into the frequency of feeling the money flowing to you write in a way that connects with your ideal clients show up online be brave be audacious and back yourself what are the channels like uh, if somebody would like to contact you or do you have a facebook group you mentioned that you have a mastermind group um anything yes. you would like to share please oh that's great perhaps we can drop the uh the uh, the links in the show notes but i have a uh, a group a free group called business woman on a mission mm -hmm. uh, and that's for uh for women who are high vibe and uh want to get this kind of uh energy on a daily basis so uh it's a great place to come to uh and um we've got an amazing group of women there and yes i have a mastermind group i call it the miracle maker mastermind Ooh, and okay. we're on our way to making seven figures uh in our and i state that because that's where we're going and i'm i'm we're we're, we're creating people's businesses from that place and it's it's wild it's fun it's energetic it's vibrant and and money loves that yes yes <laughs> As we say, money loves momentum. I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Money loves momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also doing a, a free uh, five-day challenge on helping uh, businesswomen on a mission to get really clear around their offer. Uh, and uh, so if you listen to this later, we'll have the recordings available, but it's starting May 22nd to the 26th. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, but we'll make that available online for people to, to, uh, to come and join us if they'd like to. That's very exciting. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, the five-day challenge sounds very cool. Uh, yeah. I will link everything down in the show notes and uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, Catherine.